What is going on, everyone? It is scriptwriter Steve right here. Today is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. You've reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. But today, no barbecue, no movies, because today is Wedding Wednesdays. That's right, if you don't know already, because I've been preaching it for so long, I own a wedding company down here. You know, I'm not only a professional storyteller, I am also a professional storyteller of weddings. I plan weddings. I like doing that actually a lot better than writing novels or writing scripts. Anyway, I got some great information for all my couples out there. I run a Facebook group called Hawaii Wedding Information. I and I just tell the flat out truth there. I'm like a I'm a pretty much a butthead to wedding vendors actually. That's kind of funny. I'm on your side, brides. I'm on your side, all right? Okay, I'm going to turn this down. All right, this music is down. By the way, I like that music. I'm doing these music intros right now and and these outros. I just love it. I just love it. So you'll hear me blast the music when I go in and out of like sections and all those things. So it's all good. It's all good. So today... First of all, I want to update you on some pretty good news here, and then I'm going to get into talking about specifically wedding dresses, on what type of wedding dress you may actually want to buy uh, to actually, uh, you know, for, for, for a wedding here in Hawaii, right? And the things that you may not actually may have considered. So, but first of all, let's get down to this COVID business. I got some really, really good news for you right here. Okay, Thursday, that is tomorrow, Oahu. I'm not sure about the other islands, okay? But I know about Oahu. We're moving into Tier 3. So we've been in, you know, Tier 1, Tier 2. We've been in Tier 2 for as long as I can remember. And before, at one time, we didn't have any tiers. But then they decided, to, they decided, hey, let's make some tiers. So, you know, we only could have social gatherings of five people. But to be honest, I'm not sure who the hell actually followed that. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that I didn't. I mean, for the most part... I think I did, but I don't have a lot of friends any, anyway because a lot of them are married. They moved away. So, you know, for me, gathering more than five friends together, that's kind of a, that's kind of difficult for me. But um, I know a lot of – I've been to some parties. Full disclosure, there was way more than five people there, you know. Um, but now Tier 3 allows us to have social gatherings now of 10 people, 10 people. And um, so that means you can have a wedding now of 10 people at your wedding. So that's pretty cool news. And I think, I think actually, uh, you know, it may be uh, the, I'm trying to scroll this down here, like while I'm talking to you. Yeah, the the mayor, we have a new mayor. He is actually going to, I guess, I think make things or loosen the restrictions even more. Uh, so he wants to modify this tier three more than it, it, than it actually is. Because right now, bars are still closed. But I'll be honest with you. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, uh, the bars are honestly still open. <laughs> They're just operating under different rules. If they serve food, they can be open. So a lot of uh, patrons, they'll just order like some French fries or some or some other like hamburgers. And then they're actually a restaurant, right? So now they can actually serve people. And you know, I see all these bars all over Waikiki, all over town, there's more than five people. There's more than 10 people there. And uh, people are just, they're not even social distancing. And it's been going on this way for a long, long ass time. 
And uh, the only thing I, I see that, that is a little different is that everyone is wearing masks. But let me tell you this. I, I mean, I'll be very, I'll be very clear about this. We we had this mask mandate since I think almost October of last year, and our COVID numbers, uh, you know, went up. No matter what, you know, with mask or no, or without mask. Actually, we had it. I think since August, they they started saying, "Hey, why don't you wear some mask?" So we did, and it went down a little. But then it did it did go up. We had a spike. So, but right now, COVID numbers are going down. In fact, if, you know, if you Google your state and you just put, say, for example, Oregon and COVID nineteen, and you look under the graph right there on Google, and you'll see that your numbers more than likely have dove like crash dive down i mean it is like here in hawaii we only had 44 new cases 44 and that's 44 in the, in the entire state now how many did we have on oahu i think we only had 25 so that, that's crazy so imagine this 25 infections now in my family alone here in hawaii uh, we have a, a chinese family so we have a lot of, I'm full Chinese, by the way. And we have, I think in our family, we have maybe about 65, uh, Chinese, 65 Chinese family members, maybe close to a hundred. If I, if I really think about it, I think it's close to a hundred that show up, that, that actually show up at our Christmas parties. Now, how, how often do I run into them at Costco or anywhere around the island? I, I hardly see them. I never see them. I never see them. So, so again, you know, imagine this. You only have 25 infections on Oahu. What are your chances of running into someone with COVID? You know, the chances of me running into my own family member and I have 100 is almost next to nothing. I mean, it is like almost like, you know, you, you run into a family member. You're like, whoa, this is amazing. We ran into each other in Costco. <laughs> and, and, and it's kind of funny because Oahu is, you know, not, it's not a very big island. And we're only 600 miles square feet large so um you know 25 the chances of you running into someone with covid is very very low i mean i have some friends from high school and again none of us left the island i mean we all left the island came back we you know but you know there's some friends i haven't seen since i graduated high school and uh you know and i, and I think in my class we had about close to a 75 or 90 people. I went to a private school, by the way, so it, there wasn't many people. Uh, but yeah, we don't run, in, run into any of them. <laughs> it's, it's just the way it is. I think, in fact, I have my cousin who lives right down the street from me, and, and I don't even run into her. I haven't seen her in, oh boy, uh, I haven't seen her since uh, this whole pandemic started. So just imagine that. I mean, my, my cousin right down the street I haven't even seen her, and it's not like I'm trying to avoid her, you know, or she's trying to avoid me, but it, it, that's how rare it is to run into someone, and, and, and that's, <laughs> that's the crazy thing about it. So anyway, uh, the, the vaccines are working. It looks as though it's working. It looks like herd immunity uh, has really kicked in, so uh, our COVID numbers are just going down, 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 and uh, it looks as though, you know, by March, I'm thinking by March, late March, we may see the end of this here in Hawaii. Uh, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. In fact, I think my parents are up next to get vaccinated. Uh, they are. I think they're going to start vaccinating 65 years and older. I think it's 75 years and older here. Uh, 75 years and older and, and frontline workers. Um, so I'm 43, so I'm, I'm way at the back of the line. I'm not a frontline worker. Um, now, whether or not 
am I going to get the vaccine or not? I'm kind of still on the fence. More, more than likely, I'm kind of leaning toward actually getting it. But um, I'm still going, you know, my, my, my mind is getting pulled in two different directions right now. So, uh, yeah, that's about it with the COVID update. You know, good news, good news. Uh, for the weddings update, you know, for the weddings, you know, people are getting married now. Uh, the Japanese are still not coming down here to get married. Um, I think their quarantine rules are still very heavy right now. Um, but as far as, uh, and I think Watabe, uh, I think uh, Masako Formos, these are the big Japanese wedding companies. Uh, they, are, they are not open for business. Uh, a lot of local wedding businesses, they're starting to reopen. Uh, as far as luau's, I don't think they're open yet. I really don't. I have heard that they're open, though, but I'm not sure. Uh, you know, someone has told me that they're open, and then someone has told me they're not open. So I heard that Germains was allowing, you know, maybe maybe get-togethers of maybe five or six people at every single table. Uh, but I'm not sure. Like, then I heard again they're not. I, I do know that Paradise Cove, and I think um, I, th I think Paradise Cove is actually still closed. Um, now, as far as hotels, Turtle Bay Resort, that place is a ghost town. Uh, uh, so you, you can't book Turtle Bay Resort at all right now. People are not staying there, but they are remodeling. They're not, they're not closed because of COVID. I think they took COVID as a, a t an opportunity, an opportunity to do a really big makeover. So they're just remodeling everything together. Uh, the one thing about Waikiki though, uh, I think most of the hotels are opening. They're not running at full capacity, uh, and, uh, but they want to be. They want you to come down, which is really great. Uh, the only thing that's a pain in the ass is getting that COVID test before you come down. And um, from my experience, from what I, not my, my experience, from what I've been hearing from my wedding couples and from everyone else, is that don't go to um, you know all of these uh, third party. Even if they're approved, don't go out. Don't go to these all, all these third party uh, testing sites that are off premise of the airport that are not. Um, part of the airport. If you go, if you get a COVID test done at the airport, you can actually get your results back within 15 minutes or a few hours. So that's really great. So I had one couple who just came down here for a, for a vow renewal and we, we had married them 15 years ago. So they got their tests done at the airport and uh, they, they didn't get it before, like be before they hopped on the plane. They got it done before they arrived. I mean, before, within the three day, within the three day, uh, 36 hour time limit. But they got it, and by the time they got back home, their their test results were already mailed to them. So that's really cool. So they, they just went down to the airport to get tested, and they got and by the time they got back, they already got their test results. So you could do it that way. And for some reason, these rapid tests are more available um, at the airport. Um, they do, and they're they're one hundred percent, I guess, validated to be, uh, uh, I guess, used in the state of Hawaii. So you won't get quarantined when you get off the plane. It's really as simple as that. Um, now, eventually, when we do approach, I think, I think eighty to ninety percent vaccination here in Hawaii, which more than likely would be during the summertime. Again, our our population is not very large. Uh, the lieutenant governor, and I think the governor does, uh, um, will. I think they are saying that Hawaii is going to be fully open, and anyone with the vaccine could just hop on the plane, come down here, and no test needed. And 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 they they believe. Because everyone's going to be vaccinated, you know, COVID just basically can't get can't um, be spread in Hawaii, and I do agree with that. And uh, so, good news all over. Good news all over. Businesses are doing good. 
And uh, as far as you're wondering if we're wearing masks down here, yes, we are. Uh, in Waikiki, you, you have to, um, well, they, they're, they're kind of like mask Nazis out there. You have to wear your mask everywhere you go. Uh, North Shore and um, some other areas, they're a lot more relaxed. Uh, where I live over in Kaneohe, we're a lot more relaxed. But you'll see a lot of people in the parking lot, when, they, when they're walking from the parking lot to the stores, they're still wearing their mask. Uh, for me, I'm not a mask wearer. I just don't like wearing it. You know, I, I have asthma, so it's really hard for me to breathe with it. And, uh, you know, and it's just really restricting for me um, breath-wise. Um, so so I, mean, I do carry around an inhaler with me every now and then. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it does make me really short of breath. It does really, really make me short of breath. I'm not sure how people can breathe with masks on. So um, anyway, uh, but for weddings, uh, we don't do any mask at all. Uh, our minister doesn't wear a mask. We don't ask our couples to wear a mask. We don't even ask our, 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 any of the guests to wear a mask. Everyone is just there and they're hugging. They don't need to social distance. I'm not going to be the police out there. Now, there are some companies out there that just want to say, hey, you know, you, you, you know, everyone has to wear a mask. I think that looks pretty bad in pictures, to be honest. And, and I, don't, I don't understand that philosophy. I mean, I, I was talking to someone from the Department of Health, and they said, you should have your bride and groom wear masks. I said, what does it make a difference? They're going to kiss each other anyway after the wedding. And they're going to do a lot of other stuff we don't want to talk about that is all X-rated, right? So, um, you know, I, I told them that, right? And they're like, no, but they should wear a mask just in case they give each other COVID. Well, too late already. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What do you think they were? Do you think they were wearing the mask in their in their bedroom before they did the wedding? Really? Come on! <laughs> Some of these people are just completely insane. Okay, so um, anyway, I'm gonna cut to commercial. I'll be right back after all those messages there, and let's get talking about these wedding dresses. Um, and uh, a bride had brought that up to me in the forum, and I said, "Hey, you know what? I think I'll talk about that in a podcast." And uh, you know, again. I am a dude, I'm a guy, I'm a straight guy, uh, but I'm also, I've been wedding planning for about 20 plus years of my life. I know what looks good and what doesn't look good. I've worked with almost every single type of wedding dress out there, and it's been my job to make sure these wedding dresses look good. <laughs> so, and sometimes I work with some wedding dresses that are not good at all. I mean, and, and I have to computer graphic the hell out of them to make them look good. So, I'll be right back after these messages. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S, that's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. 
everyone, I'm back. Hope you're back with me. We're gonna talk about a wedding dress, or wedding dresses. Yeah, you'll get a opinion from a straight guy. I don't wear any dresses at all. All right, I'm gonna turn this music down here. All right, everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is Wedding Wednesdays here on Barbecue to Movies, where I talk nothing but weddings. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, from my experience, women, most women, they want to look their best on their wedding day. And there are some women out there who just really don't give a damn. You know, they don't wear any makeup. You know, they don't wear, they don't even do their hair. And uh, they just, they, they come dressed in, in a, in almost regular clothes, you know, you know, some, some, some of them dress, I did a wedding one time where I had two brides who just didn't wear any makeup, uh, didn't, didn't even brush their hair, and they were, they were a same-sex wedding, and they just wore a t-shirt and jeans, they were just so both laid back and said, hey, let, let's just get married and we're, share our vows on here, and that was great, you know, and I did the best with the pictures, pictures out there, but I can tell you for the most part, brides, there's a couple of things that they want to look for. Um, first of all, number one, they want their, their waist to look skinny. They want a waist. Secondly, they want to make sure their arms don't look fat. That's basically it. And um, so, again, waist skinny, arms not fat. Now, for their legs, they don't really care because the dress covers all their legs. So, the trick is, now, this, I'm not going to talk about styles of wedding dresses because Everyone is very subjective, right? You know, what, what's a good style? What you think may be a great wedding dress may be a bad wedding dress to another, to another bride, right? And I can never convince you that one style is better than the other. Now, and I don't think one style is better than, than the other. Um, I always look at it as though which dress makes a bride look good. Now, if you're a skinny bride, if you're a skinny bride, this is a really funny thing, okay? If you're skinny, we're talking about size zero to three or five or even anywhere under double digits, right? And you have skinny arms and you're perfect. And, uh, and if, you have, if, if you have a model figure, strangely, big poofy dresses don't work really well on you uh, because what happens is that your top half looks very skinny, but the bottom half where it's very poofy on the bottom it looks really too poofy. So if, if you get a dress that's really too poofy on the bottom, that doesn't flow very well, it suddenly looks like you're, you're this big whale with this small top. It's very out of proportionate. Ironically, the bigger you are, the poofier your dress should be. So it kind of matches, you know, so if you're big on top, right? And if you're even, your bu- if you're busty on top and you don't have much of a waist, let's just, let's just, let's just be honest with this, right? You don't have much of a waist. You don't have that supermodel waist. Maybe you're a, a barrel shape, right? When I say barrel shape, you're not skinny one side or the other. So if we turn you to their, your side, you're not skinny, right? You know, so if you're barrel shape, don't worry. Wear a poofy dress. And if you, the poofier you are, the better you look in pictures, it just works that way, okay? Now, as far as when it comes to thick arms, right? Fat arms, we'll just say fat arms. we we'll just call it what it is, right? Don't worry about that um, unless your photographer is crappy, okay? So for me, I would take a fat arm and in Photoshop, I would make it skinny, okay? So there's nothing you can do to put over an arm. Like see, some women like to put things over their arm, 
right, to, to cover it. Now, if you put something over your arm and, and uh, it, it actually becomes a lot harder to scale down or to, or to subtract weight from that one arm. Now, there's a couple of things we can do with a fat arm. Now, it, is it fat from all, from all angles or is it only fat from the side? So if you, if you pose a fat arm and push it too much to your side up against your body, then it becomes fatter, right? So a lot of the posing has to do with it. So when you have your wedding dress, don't choose a dress that just covers up your arms, right? Or, or, or don't choose something where you're going to cover up your arms, uh, you know, you know, because you're, you're, you're afraid of, of showing off what you consider as your fat arms, right? You know, it'll be okay. You know, ask your photographer, can you Photoshop all of my photos or the photos that I, that I, um, that I choose to make my arms look skinnier? And, and if you don't put anything on there, it's really, really easy to do. Okay, so every photo, it may take maybe an extra a minute or so to work on each photo to make it, to make it, uh, skinny, skinnier. And it'll look a lot better if you don't put anything over it. Cause if you put something over it, over it like a, you know, I've had a bride who put like a jacket over it. Well, it's hard to shrink a jacket, but, but it's very easy to shrink just the arm. If, if, if I'm, I'm talking just a naked arm, you know, a skinny, you know, so you can just shrink it in the, in, in the computer. It's that good. So just, don't worry about it. Let that, you know, exit from your mind that, that, and that thought that, that you, that will make you say, Steve, I got fat arms. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Especially if you book with me. All right. Okay. But that's more of a photography thing. Now, on top of that, if you do, if you are very conscious of your arms, right? Just make sure you don't photograph from the side that, and, and, and you don't photograph. Yeah. Just don't turn from your side and make sure that, if the photographer is shooting with a wide angle lens, and you'll know you'll know for a fact it's a wide angle lens if it's very big and short, uh, just don't stand. Just make sure you tell the the photographer, "Am I standing on the very side of it?" Because if you stand on the very side or the extreme left or extreme right, that lens will stretch you out and will stretch your whole body out plus your arms. Okay. But with that being said, again, if you're big, if you're big, wear a, wear a poofier dress. If you're skinny, if you're supermodel skinny, you would really want a dress that kind of hugs your body and even your legs. Now, let's go on to the length of the dress, right? Now, this is the one thing you have to consider. If you're getting married on the beach, your dress, your, your train and your poofiness of your dress, that dress gets very, very hot underneath. And, and, and always take into mind what time you're getting married, now, if you're getting married when the sun is way above, like, like straight ahead, straight above 12 o'clock, anywhere between 10 and 3 p.m., the temperature under your, your wedding dress will be exponentially hotter. And you'll be sweating. Your butt will be sweating like you wouldn't believe under there. It gets so hot. So, you know, if you do plan to get married, you know, at, at noon, around noon, right, or in the, even in the afternoon, then you should think about having less layers of, you know, when you're trained, having less layers, having, having less tool underneath there, having less, a lot of other things underneath, underneath there to, to actually uh, make sure it's a lot cooler. And if, but if you do want that poofiness, right, make sure one of your bridesmaids is always taking that dress and fanning you because trust me, you are going to want some air under there. And a lot of brides, they still like the poofy dress and they just bear with it. They really just bear with it. Now, if you're getting married, if you're getting married uh, uh, right around sunset, and the ideal time usually is you take the sunset time, back it up two hours, 
So say, for example, it's 7 o'clock is the is sunset and you back up to 5 p.m. Any dress that, any, any long dress, any poofy dress, any, any big dress with a train, it doesn't matter how many layers, usually it's A-OK because the sun is not at, at its strongest. And if you're getting married in the morning, same, same rule applies. It's very cool in the morning. So you, you won't have to worry about sweating underneath your wedding dress. Okay? All right. Now, now let, let's just talk about footwear now. What are you going to be wearing underneath your dress, right? So when you wear your dress, now, if you're, if you're going to get married on the beach, you only have one option, right? Uh, you're either going to go barefoot, which you should, or you're going to wear wedges. Now, I don't, I don't recommend wearing wedges at all. Unless you're, you know, unless you're doing a photo, during, unless you're wearing wedges during, wedges during the photo shoot, okay? And, I, and I'll tell you why later, okay? So um, what you want to do, you know, if you're going to get married at the beach, you're going to be barefoot. So you want to make sure that your wedding dress is trimmed or, or, or tailored so you can walk barefoot in the sand, all right? So you don't want a dress that's too long, so you'll be tripping over your own dress as you walk barefoot to to the sand altar, right? Because you don't, now if you're in a church, it's much different. You have to tailor it to the shoes you'll be wearing, right? But when you're at the beach, you won't be wearing those shoes, okay? So when you're at the beach, you're barefoot. So make sure, again, that your wedding dress is 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 uh, tailored to your feet, to your bare, your bare feet. Very, very important, okay? Now, why, now why should you wear wedges or any type of, you know, heels at the beach. Now, I do tell my brides, you know, to bring heels if you, if you have them, right? And what they do, what the heels do is really great because it actually, when you put a woman, a woman in heels, their posture changes. Automatically, their chin goes up, their shoulders go back, you know, their, their waist gets skinnier and it lifts the butt up. Even though you can't see the butt, it actually lifts the butt up in the dress. So everything looks better. And uh, so, you know, we're not going to have her walk, of course, but again, everything just looks better. Like, uh, and I'm sure you, the women, I'm sure you women, you've noticed that when you actually wear, you know, high heels, your, your, your posture just changes and uh, it shows up on the photographs. So again, if you're having, if you're actually getting married on the beach, right, bring, bring wedges with you. And you'll, if you're, if you have the opportunity to shoot on the rocks and you have a nice stable rock there, wear your wedges when you are taking pictures, um, I guess, on the rocks. Now, if you don't have, if you don't have, um, if, if it's completely barefoot, don't worry about it. Your photographer should be able to handle it. And it's just a matter of just, you know, telling the, you know, the photographer should just tell the bride to, you know, push back her shoulders, right? Or, or, or and push up her chin a little bit. So those are the, those are the little things right there. Now, here, here's my thing. Now, going back to the wedding dress, my pet peeve is when brides show up with a dress with no waist. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? They're just those spaghetti strap dresses and they're just cut from the top and they go straight down. They're like a sundress, right? And uh, now they're very cute dresses, especially if you're skinny. Especially if you're skinny and you're, you have the legs to show it off. And, and those are my favorite, you know, favorite uh, brides to shoot, actually. The ones who are just like, you know, you know, perfectly shaped and they have nice legs on them. And, and they were these little, these uh, shorter dresses. They're not really bridal dresses, but they're short white dresses. But it look, just looks so much more fun, right? For, and, um, it, and it's very easy to shoot them. So it's a lot less work for me. So I, I actually do like shooting them. Um, but, 
But the thing about it is that even if they're wearing it, and we're talking like a girl who has, you know, again, supermodel measurements, and they're wearing a dress without a waist, they look pregnant. And the wind just blows up from underneath their dress, and it expands, and it makes them look like a gigantic hot air balloon. And they're like a size zero or a size three, right? Or size two, size three, whatever, right? They're tiny, tiny, tiny. You know, you know, um, my friend, she's a double zero. And she wears these other dresses. We took a picture of her. The, the wind blew up and she looked pregnant. She, she looked like nine months pregnant. And I was like, holy smokes. Because the way the stitching and the fabrics, were, the fabric was just stitched all together. The wind just blew in the perfect place where it just gave her a beer belly. And uh, again, those types of things in Photoshop are very, very hard to fix because it's not a straight, it's really easy in Photoshop to take a straight line and to move it and to squish a straight line. Uh, like, like say for example, like, like a fat arm, it's a straight line going down. It's, it's conformly fat, right? But if you have a beer belly, that's really hard to get rid of because now you're getting rid of this, this like gut. And so, so, so if you ask your photographer, well, I need to get rid of this, make my wedding dress to look, look like I'm not pregnant. <laughs> it's, it's really difficult to do it in every single shot. It's possible, but that photographer will have to redraw and recreate that dress in the computer. And the odds of making it look, um, really real, it's just gonna, it's gonna take a lot of time and it's gonna be very expensive and you may have to end up paying $300 just to fix one photo. I mean, that's how hard it, hard it is. So, um, so again, when you buy a wedding dress, make sure it doesn't make you look pregnant and always take the, the, take this into, take this into consideration. The wind. How will the wind affect my dress? So this is a big thing too. Okay. So the wind, when you get married at the beach or we get married in Hawaii, which is, even if you get married at a private location, more than likely it's going to be overlooking the beach, right? Am I right? And there's going to be some form of wind. So this is the thing you have to take in, take into account about when you consider your hairstyle, your, uh, and your wedding dress. So you have to think, how will extreme wind affect this wedding dress? How will it affect my veil? You know, some of these brides show up with veils, right? Really long veils, which look great in the studio, right? But then how will they look outside? Hmm. Most of the time, it doesn't look well. You know, these really long veils and it looks really great in the studio and, oh, great for pictures if you do it in a studio. But when you're out there in 15 mile per hour wind and it's blowing in every single, single direction and trust me, I'll tell you this, while the wind does you know, mainly blow in one direction, it does swirl. So, you know, which way will the wind blow your veil? Hmm, who knows? You know, for me, if you're doing a beach wedding, I would say no veil. Absolutely, absolutely no veil. But the, and now again, we're going to take a look at, the, look at the wedding dress. Now I said, is it, is it poofy enough? You know, I'm not, I don't like the poofy dress too much, you know, because it makes you sweat, right? Especially, especially if we're at 12, you know, you know, anywhere between 10 and 3 p.m. It's just a comfort thing. But is this, if you choose a too light of a fabric, is this fabric, you know, again, is it, is it actually uh, uh, um, uh, uh, pushing your train around too easily? That's a real big thing. So again, when you're at, when you're at the, the bridal dress shop, at the dress shop, and you're trying on these, on these dresses, and you say, this is really, really great. Well, then think about how heavy that train is, right? And what I want you to do, 
I want you to take that train and I want you to flip it up and, and flip it like how you do a flag, right? Or like a towel, how you're drawing off a towel. And what you want to do is poof up the dress. And this is what we do as photographers. We get air underneath there and then we try to lay it um, softly on top of the ground and spread it, spread it like a, like a, huh, like what's a good example? I'm saying like a fishnet, like how we throw fishnets here in Hawaii. That's kind of how we do it with a wedding dress. You kind of poof it up with the air and then you kind of spread it and you try to spread it as wide as you can. And, and if, if the, the better your dress spreads, the, the easier it will be on your wedding day to do that. Okay. And then once it's spread, you know, take a fan that's around there, which I'm sure they have and try to blow that dress. And see if it will actually move. Now, if the dress all of a sudden has a mind of its own, then maybe you want to think of using a different dress. All right? Just letting you know. Okay, so some other things. Um, I, I, I like to have dresses that, that uh, show a little leg. All right? Now, this is, has nothing to do about the bride being sexy. Now, all brides, I think are sexy. I don't care how, what size you are, you know, big, small, medium. I don't care what ethnicity you are. All brides, they look their best on that day. They look very good that day. And, but when you show off a little leg, here's why I like the little cut in the dress. It's because it stops you from looking like a marshmallow, right? Now, if I'm shooting with a flash, right? And a lot of times the flash, it has a tendency to just drown out all the a lot of small details in in the, in the dress, right? Now, it, if if we're not if we don't have a slit where we show the leg a little, all of a sudden, it looks like this gigantic marshmallow. We have waist and gigantic marshmallow, so we need some color. We need something to break apart this gigantic marshmallow, this this poofy dress. And usually, it's the leg, that little slit. So if you can have that little slit in there that shows a little bit of leg, and we can. You know, we can jet out that leg there, and it just shows a little bit. It's great. So when you're sitting down on a rock, we show the little bit of leg. When you're walking down there, it shows a little bit of leg. And by the way, when you have that little slit in there, the dress just flows a lot better when you're running in the sand or when you're walking in the sand or, or even when you're just walking, period, on there. It just flows a lot better. And then when you have a heel on top of there, you know, the leg looks really good. So now we have some really good leg to show up, right? Show off, right? So if you look at all of my photos, now, especially in the photos where I have the bride, um, you know, sitting down, I mean, not sitting down, when they're sitting on their behind, both, both the bride and groom are sitting on their behind and their legs are extended. If you notice in my photos, I always tell the bride, we got to show leg. We have to show leg. And, and the reason why, again, we're showing leg is because we don't want her to look like a gigantic marshmallow and just arms, arms and a head. All right, so we have her, we have her hike up the dress and we show the bottom, you know, the knee from the knee and below, a little bit of thigh. And again, it's all to just to make her look as long as possible. And again, to, to make her not look like a big old marshmallow. All right. <laughs> so that's that. I think that's what I'm saying there. I wish I had some better analogies out here, but I'm, I'm saying poofy and marshmallow and all these different types of things there. You know, these words are just coming to my head. And if I offended anyone, I'm really, really sorry. Uh, but, you know, again, it's just my opinion, right? <laughs> so, so anyway, now what else can we talk about here? Um, here's the thing, too. Now, when you try on your wedding dress, I want you to walk toward the mirror. Walk toward the mirror. How do you look like when you walk in this dress? How does it bundle? 
Okay, how does it bundle when you walk? It's very important. Make sure the creases, it doesn't bundle up by the stomach. Then on top of that, try to sit down with this dress. Really sit down in a chair because again, you'll be, <laughs> not only will you be at the beach here, you'll be eating in this dress. So make sure it's comfortable. Now, if you're gonna change out of this dress, that's a different thing, right? But again, you know, see how well you can pose in this dress. Now, some of the brides, some of my brides know how to pose, right? And just see if you can go into some of your poses. You know, you, if you, and if you're one of my clients, look at the poses on top of my website and see if you can say, well, can I go in this pose with this dress? You know, is it really too, I mean, and some of them, some of these dresses, I swear they got them wired up so tight that the bride just moves like a robot. And uh, just really feel, if you feel like you're moving like a robot, you're going to look like a robot in the pictures. You're not going to look comfortable. I mean, even if it looks really good, and here's the thing, you know, all these dresses, they look really good um, in, these, in these catalogs, right? That's because you have a professional model, a professional photographer, and they've shot like 40, 50 photos to get to that one perfect shot that shows the dress and the model in, in like perfect, I, I guess in a perfect picture that will sell this dress, they don't show all the outtakes. They don't show how maybe this dress isn't even, you know, it doesn't fit her that well. A lot of times these dresses, they don't fit these models very well because they're so skinny and they're like bunched up in the back. You, you don't see all the pins and the clothespins in the back, but a, lo a lot of them are just pinned in the back like you wouldn't believe. So, um, uh, you know, that, that's the thing to take it, you know, take into account. So again, what I want you to do again, walk and move in your dress. Don't, just don't look in the mirror and say, do I look good? Do I look good? No, walk around. Really, really walk around. Sit down. Sit down even on the floor, right? Try to, try, try to put your body in different poses um, and try to pose yourself and say, hey, wait a minute. If I do this pose, does it make my, uh, does it accentuate my hips? Does it make my, my waist look skinnier? And, and oh, big thing. While we're talking about mirrors, while we're talking about mirrors, a lot of these bridal stores, they're not honest. They have tall mirrors. <laughs> I'm not even joking about this. They have tall mirrors. You know, when I went to go try on a tux over there, because I was in a, I was in one of my friend's weddings, and I was, a, I was a, one of the groomsmen, and they had a tall mirror on there, so they put me in this tux, and I said, wow, I look really skinny in this thing. You know, I'm, I'm not fat. But I look really skinny in this, in this mirror. So I like this mirror. And then I had my friend take a picture of me, me with the, the cell phone and say, wait a minute, that's how I look like. This mirror is tall. So then I started to notice, I, I really took a, a look at these other wedding, these other wedding bridal shops. They have tall mirrors. So make sure when you have your friend there and they're actually, you know, take, have them take a picture with your cell phone and then look at yourself. Look, when you do a twirl, look at how you walk, look at how elegant you look, or if you don't look elegant, right? This is really important. You know, you, you make sure, <laughs> you know, you look right. You are, you are, you are uh, satisfied with the way you look through a, an honest lens. And even the cell phone camera distorts things, but I tell you what, it's a lot more honest than those freaking tall mirrors. And, and by the way, now that we're on the subject of cell phones, Again, if you're shopping with your friend and they're, you know, they have a cell phone there, make sure they take video of you walking in the dress, doing a twirl in the dress, you know, sitting down in a regular chair in the dress. And, and so you can kind of document this. Well, I like this dress, but it's hard for me to sit down on it. It's, it's hard for me to put my legs out. It's hard for me to get in this pose, you know, and then, 
again, you know, you take a picture, say, well, you know, if I put my hip out this way, if I put my hand on my hip, how does it look? You know, if I, is it hard for me to, 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 to raise my hand up high? I mean, what is it? I mean, it, it, you have to take all of these things, uh, I guess, into, into consideration. It's never just about the style. It's never just about the style because, again, we can go into every single style out there. And I'll tell you one thing. Some of the most exotic styles and some of the most, the greatest um, uh, dresses that I've shot were not much of dresses at all. I mean, there was very little clothing. And we literally pinned, we literally, we literally had to tape on this dress onto these, onto these models. Now, I've done all different types of photography, by the way. So we had to tape on this dress on top of this model. And again, we take it, we take it from certain angles and then we Photoshop off the tape. We, 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 we Photoshop off the tape. And then on top of that, after that, we cheat and we make that, we, we uh, squeeze and we pinch this photo to make this model look amazing. So the photo, again, you're seeing like all these celebrities and look, they look great are like completely touched up. They're not even real. You know, you're seeing dresses that are being, you know, are hanging, hanging onto bodies with body tape. And you can't see the tape because we photoshopped it off. And they're, and they're passing off these dresses. Yeah, you can look like J-Lo. You can look like this. You can look like, you know, you know, <laughs> it's, you know it's very tough. It's very, very tough. You know, you know the, they're, they're selling you one thing and then the truth is something else. So anyway, that's all my advice I have for wedding dresses. I hope this helps you out. Um, again, I'm it was nothing about style. It was more about functionality, looking good in the dress. Again, to go over everything, make sure you have a waist. Make sure you walk really well in it. You don't trust the mirrors. You do a twirl. Do all your all of your things. You know, taking account of the weather. You take account of like uh, what time you're going to get married and how hot it may actually be under the dress. And you and again, now you're you're never going to get a dress that satisfies all the needs of what I talked about. It, doesn't, it won't check all the boxes, but those are just things to consider. All right? That's about it. Okay, guys, gals, <laughs> that's about it for now, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies.